0: Good morning. This is the Tanya for the 13th of Tevet. What is the first step to self-improvement? Accepting reality as it is. We've learned about the two souls that each person possesses and how they struggle for complete control over the body. We've met the righteous person, the tzaddik, who only follows the desire of his divine soul, which is to fulfill the will of God at all times. Now let's talk about its polar opposite, the wicked person. When I picture a wicked individual in my mind's eye, I see a cruel person or a criminal or a real hooligan. But this picture is incorrect. Today, the time it takes us on a tour of the wicked person's soul so that we can truly understand its mechanism. The wicked person is simply a person who sins, who fails. He is someone whose animal soul at different times manages to overpower the divine soul and limit its ability to express its desires. In such a state, the divine soul cannot direct the person's behavior because the animal soul is in charge. According to this definition, although it's unpleasant to admit it, we all actually belong in this category. The Altareba presents the truth as it is, handing us a mirror so that we can see ourselves as we really are, thereby instilling within us some honesty and some humility. And the upcoming chapter will be introduced to the in-between guy, the character that we must all strive to become. But before any journey can begin, first you got to open your eyes and acknowledge where you are holding and only then can you figure out towards which direction to head in. How do you define a sick person? Is it only a a patient who is bedridden, hospitalized, and suffering from multiple organ failure? Of course not. Someone with a compromised immune system functions normally, but he's at risk for falling ill more often and more severely because his immune system does not adequately protect him. The stronger the immune system, the less likely the chance of a person falling ill. The Alter-Rebbe is a soul physician, and he diagnoses the evildoer as someone whose spiritual immune system is not functioning at its best. And therefore, he often fails to overcome and subdue spiritual invaders. Just like by the righteous person, within the category of evildoer, there are many ranks. The most common category is the evildoer with good to him. He contains some goodness, too. It's just that the good is overwhelmed by the evil. Um, And of course, there are many degrees to this. For some people in this category, rarely does evil overcome the good and conquer the city, which is his body. And even then, when it does, the evil doesn't control the whole person, but only certain aspects of him. For example, if someone uncharacteristically gossips or needlessly clowns around, the evil controls his speech, but not his body at that moment. If someone thinks a forbidden thought, the evil controls only his mind. Other people struggle with sins of greater severity and with greater frequency. Their animal soul maintains stronger control over more parts of their body and for longer periods of time. The common factor among all wicked people that have good to them is that for a significant portion of their lives, they are filled with regret. And that's a good thing because it indicates that the divine soul inside is still alive. It's filled with pain and hurt. Attaining the status of a completely wicked person is almost impossible. Such a person has no conscience or regret at all. He is absolutely evil, because only the bad of his soul remains within him, and he has evicted his divine soul. And yet, even within such depravity, deep down there is still some residue of the sacred and pure spark that once glowed within him. And so, wherever there is a gathering of ten Jews, women too regardless of their spiritual state, the divine presence rests among them. In conclusion, inside every Jew, even the most evil, there is a spark of holiness. We need to seek it out, emphasize it, and just strengthen it so that it can be revealed more often. Shabbat Shalom.